Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Troll Talk Podcast. This is episode 15. Uh, I know I haven't uploaded the last one yet if you're listening to this live, but if you're listening to this on YouTube or Spotify, this will be uploaded after that other one. So yeah, go listen to the other one. Go listen to this one. Go listen to the next one that might be coming out after if you listen to this late. My guest this week is none other than, like my command says, the variety streamer who mains Valorant. Ombre. Ombre. Sarah. Hi. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I am tired as shit, but we're out here. <laughs> I want to start this off by asking you a little bit about who you are and what you do, because you have not been on Twitch in a month. Yeah. I I guess I should just, like, talk about my job that I do. Is that what we're, that, what that, we're is, that is one of the things that I do want to talk about, but for people that don't know who you are on Twitch, on let Twitch, us know a little actually. bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Ombre, uh, or you can call me Sarah. I am a variety streamer who, as Trolley said, mains Valorant. It's an addicting game, okay? You can't judge me. Um, I've wanted to play it a little bit more since. Oh, lies. I have no friends online. <laughs> I heard you tell Twin that you hate it and you don't want to open it again. That doesn't mean I don't want to play it again. <laughs> That's just a Twin. <laughs> okay. I see how it is, Trolley. Yeah, you're never um... online, so you don't play with me. I'm never online. I know. I feel bad. But yeah, I'm currently on a on a streaming hiatus. I uh, I've been streaming for about two years, and I do YouTube content as well as Twitch and TikTok and Instagram. You are one of the creators that I know. There's one other in chat that goes by the name of Kirby, who I've also done a podcast with, that actually utilize YouTube and have success from it, which is r really like cool YouTube. to see. Like you, yeah. you have over one thousand follow or one thousand subs on YouTube. Um, you're approaching the four thousand watch hours, right? Or have you hit it yet? I'm I'm so close to four thousand watch hours that it's absolutely paining my existence. Hey, if you're close to it, that means you're gonna hit it soon. So let's see if we can hit I it by know. the end of the summer by using your link tree and going to watch all your videos beginning to end, dropping a like, sharing it with friends, okay. you know, all that cliche content creator stuff. But I don't want to talk about that stuff yet. I want to talk about you before streaming. Now, unlike most podcast guests, you wanted to stick your nose in a little bit and kind of get the idea of what research I was trying to do. You're also a person who has watched previous podcasts, so you know what I do with these. But I'm starting off with something that probably helps you the most with your streaming journey. That is your photography. Okay. For people that yeah. don't know, you are heavily into photography, it seems like. It's it's one yes. of, it's one of the things that I don't know if I could say you're passionate about, but it's definitely a big hobby of yours and it's still something that you do to this day that you've carried since what seems like high school. What yeah. what made you get into the hobby of photography? Um actually it's kind of funny. My uh, growing up, I never really knew what my mom went to school for. She uh, kind of just, you know, works for the government and, you know, does what she does. But I found these pictures that we had hanging up on, on our walls. And I was like, these are really pretty. Um, and I found a bunch of art hidden away in a closet from like an old, what like it looked like hands that were being drawn from like, of like a man smoking, like all these positions of hands. And I was like, this is so cool. Like whose stuff is this? And my, my mom went to school for photography and graphic design. Like that's originally what she went to school for. There's old pictures of her with like cameras from like 
the 80s and all this stuff. And I absolutely just loved being creative like that. So I was lucky enough to get a camera um, in like 2013. And unfortunately, I still have that camera. That's the camera I use for a lot of stuff. So I need an upgrade for sure. But that's kind of just like how I got into it. And I took ComTech, which I don't know if that's just a Canadian thing or if like, you know what that is? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, interesting. So it's like a high school uh, a high school course that was called like ComTech, but it was essentially communications technology. Okay. So that's where like we would make movies, we would do like photo series, we would do um, commercials, like all this stuff, script writing. And it was essentially like an elective that I took practically as like my primary. So. Okay. So that's what you studied in high school then pretty much. Well, kind of, yeah. It's study. study. Yeah, we, we, we had we our also did religion courses. and English and you know, all math that and gym and history and geography and all that other bullshit that we have to put up with through the Canadian education system. Yes. What <laughs> they fucking do. Uh, all of that stuff I totally use nowadays with our career of streaming. But you know, when I had to learn about Christopher Columbus sailing the seas in 1997, because that's totally what I remember from it. Um, that, that will obviously help me when it comes to doing a podcast, but w with your photography, you're, you're telling me that it stemmed straight from your parents, from your mom who studied it back in the day, who had all this art laying around that you ended up finding. Yeah. When, was there anything that your parents actually taught you when it came to photography that you carried into what you do today? Not really. I don't think there was anything that I was ever really taught. Okay. With, with them they were just always so open with me being able to create things That's um cool. yeah like they would let me take the camcorder and just fill up discs on discs of like movies i would make with webkins and like i would they would let me stay up and do like stop motion animation until i finished my project otherwise like i would lose my like creative drive so they would just be like okay she's fine she's She's occupied. We'll just go away now. So, like, that's kind of what it was, was they just allowed me the opportunity and the space to be creative and just t try things out. What age were you doing stop motion? Very young. I'm talking, like, Polly Pocket era. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, I used to just stop, like, take a picture, move it, take a picture. I would do whiteboard animation holy shit yeah i have i i even did one for like a elementary school project actually i created all these little clay creatures i wish i had it my friend took it and lost the file and i'm heartbroken because it was like grade eight and i made a little alligator and a little crab and a giraffe and all these little creatures out of um out of clay and they were so cute and so well done and we did uh like an animation of like what happens to your stuffed animals when you go to sleep kind of thing. It's a Toy um, Story. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> essentially Toy Story, but okay. like all done in stop like stop motion with like a set that I had done and this is like grade 8. This is how I spent my free time. <laughs> so I I have to ask this then. If this was in grade 8, you're a boomer. YouTube and shit like that for stop motion didn't exist. Yeah. Where right. did you hear about it from? And how did you learn stop motion, especially if you were, like, younger than grade 8? Um, <laughs> uh, so my parents actually, <laughs> back when Chapters was a thing uh, huh. in most places in Canada, huh. um, <laughs> there used to, there was a book that my parents actually got me. 
and it had like a CD-ROM disc that you'd plug into the computer, and it would it, it would teach me how to do stop motion. And it was like gave me a clay package, and it was like make a fairy out of clay. So I would make a fairy, and then it was like okay, so now take take your your camera on your computer, your little tiny webcam there, and you're gonna take the picture. It's gonna capture it, and then move it a bit capture it move it a bit and then it would like put it all together and i was like wow this is actual garbage i can do so much better so i was like you know what i'm gonna do so much better (laughs) so what what made you like not pursue that when it comes to film over what you do now which is kind of like my next topic you you seem like you've done a lot of media studies right Mm -hmm. throughout your schooling and I, I, I don't know if you've gone to, like, college or university for this stuff as well. I know just as you're talking about high school, you that that was your main focus, ComTech. But if you went to college or university for media studies as well and what you do, you help create a lot of short films and, and documentaries and music videos and, and shit like that. If you started with photography at a young age... Did that help you carry into, like, the the video aspect and production aspect of what you kind of do today? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think there's ever, honestly, ever been a moment where I haven't wanted to create content. Um, Like, growing up, I've just, it's always been something I've done. And whether it's been creating it or consuming it, I consumed content from a young age, like, more so than I do now. And I'm... I'm clinically addicted to Netflix. Like, it's literally something a doctor has prescribed me against. Um, I, 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 I watch way too much content. But I, at a young age, I was watching, like, seasons of Golden Girls and Frasier, like, on repeat. Um, and just, like, had channels up on the TV all the time and would do my homework and do studying. So, like, I always was just someone who wanted to just be Im- immersed in it. And so, with photography... There became a lot of like, well, I can just hit the record button and try to film something. And then the next thing was like, well, what if I like created everything involved with it? You know, what if I created the script and the story and the costumes? So I learned how to sew and it was like, it was just like creating everything that was able to be compiled. So getting to do contact, I ended up doing a bunch of short films that I I directed and I I just loved it. They were so bad. They were very bad, but I just loved them to bits. And the opportunity just to, you know, hit record and just see the work move. Like a photo can move you, but a film moves for you. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's really cool. No, I I can get and understand that and like with what you do now with your current job that's kind of puts you on the streaming hiatus. You from what I know and from what we talk about offline, you're not really more on the production side. You're more on like the assistant side. Yeah. Um, but so... work don't want you to be that. Work wants you to be the <laughs> producer, uh, the director. They want you to be head cast. They want you to make all the I outfits. Mean, isn't that also streaming though? <laughs> yeah, but that's streaming. And that's like for yourself. You're doing this all for another company. Yes, but I like as much as as much as working in the industry is very uh it's very time consuming and just it, it does burn you out and wear you down so much. Just being able to see the outcome of something, just being able to see your name on that credit list at the end of the day is just like unbelievable. Yeah. And it's it's like you don't deserve it. Like 
it, it's so weird to think. But yeah, so I do, um, essentially right now I do marketing and social media for a documentary company. Um, I worked with them before the pandemic, but unfortunately because of the pandemic, uh, my contract was cut short. Um, and now I've come back to assist them during their festival season. So um, essentially yeah. that's kind of what I do. Yeah, that's kind of what I do uh, for them. Um, I didn't go to school for marketing, uh, and I've just kind of learned social media as I've gone, but it's kind of a part of filmmaking that I think is really interesting. Cause like, there has to be someone like making sure that the film gets seen. Yeah. There, there has to be some sort of promotion behind any and all types of, oh yeah, like video production. Oh yeah. And so I've learned a lot in regards to that and everything, like, like you said, director, producer, all that, like I'm, I don't do that for what I do, but I, I do a lot of that side of things. And when it comes down to it, I also am very much, um, like that for my stream as well. Like I, we, even you can agree, like we produce, we direct, we edit, we film. Uh, we're also like our wardrobe or our makeup designers We're you know, social media, we're marketing, branding, we are literally doing everything. And I think that's so cool because coming up in film and film education, um, there's this huge discussion around that that I think a lot of people don't equate uh, Twitch content to. And yeah. I think uh, you are essentially running your own TV show. And I think that's awesome. You you really are. And like with what we do, like we're variety gaming streamers. You main Valorant. I'm right now pretty much mating <laughs> Fortnite. Um <laughs> With what we do when it comes to gaming, we're not really putting on that show per se, but we are still being an entertainer. We do still have to plan our streams. We do still have to plan the content. We still do have to plan what we talk about. Of course, improv is a big aspect of streaming nowadays, and there are some people that I've talked to, like Game Pass Dad, Hamel Kid, Merowitz, who are almost experts at doing improv because two of them have done stand-up comedy and one is a comedic rapper. So, like, mm -hmm. doing improv and on-the-spot stuff for content for humor is their forte that's something that you cannot really learn without experience right just how you're yeah. saying with the marketing aspect and the social media aspect you never went to school for marketing you've just kind of learned as you've gone so yeah with all of that what what do you think are let's say three of the main things that you've learned throughout your photography video editing and, and now into your marketing and social media that you carry into your your content creation even though yes you're on the hiatus now but like you've been doing this for over two years what are three lessons that you've learned from the outside jobs that you've carried into this current career and before you answer i need you to tell me what gamers up flavor i'm having because i forgot to ask you um you're gonna do uh oh citrus lemonade sounds really good do you have that I have all those flavors because that's every single flavor. Okay, that citrus lemonade sounds actually heavenly right Do now. Do you want me to add something else to it? Yeah. Okay. What? If you say alcohol, it's the wrong answer. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> no, I think I want you to add... Honestly, I think citrus lemonade with... Um... Oh, there's a lot of really good. I think dragon fruit punch would right. be really good. Actually, I lied. Mango. I didn't see mango on there. Mango, mango. and citrus lemonade. Done. Yeah, so, mango's actually a goaded flavor. It is. The mango is top three best flavors from Gamer Subs. Hey, Gamer yeah. Subs, you want to sponsor my podcast and you'll know, be able to send my guests maybe a tub or samples or something like that? I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, back to the question, though, while I make the Gamer Subs. The yeah. three 
things that you have learned from outside jobs and resources that you carry into your streaming today? Yeah, I think one of the first things that I've learned is to just do it. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> like Nike says, <laughs> you just got you just do it. Honestly, if you're not like I if I didn't pick up a camera and like after my first photo thought, wow, this is actual garbage, I should just stop. Like, I think it was a photo of a locker because I, I was like, wow, that lighting moody um, for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, wow, cool. And it was actually just a bad photo for a class project. And you have to like you have to just start. Otherwise, you're not going to get the opportunity to, to see what you can do. And worst case scenario, it doesn't work out. Um, I think another thing I've learned is that um, you can always push yourself. Like, I, in my job now, I, I push myself every day to try to do more and, and you know, not only work-wise, but also mental-wise. Like, I push myself to, like, learn to take breaks and know when I need to stand up and step away from the computer because uh -uh. I do work remotely both for Twitch and for work. So I'm, I'm going to call you day. out because I yeah. message you like four to five days out of the week. You cannot tell me that you have learned how to take breaks when all okay. you tell me is I'm dying at work and I'm being <laughs> overworked. And hey, don't get me wrong. You're going to a concert, right? And that's great. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, yeah, uh, she was supposed to get picked up today to go to a concert tomorrow. Um, yeah, no, yeah. she she told her friend, hey, I am on a podcast. Pick me up tomorrow. As much as I insisted, let's push it to the weekend. She's like, no, I made a promise, bitch. I did. And I'm like, okay. I made a promise. Why would I cancel? I don't know. Did I it wasn't canceled. It was postponed to the weekend. Nah, you make a commitment. And you commit. And here's the thing. Yes, I work very hard during the week. Just like I did in college. I worked very hard in college. So I, I got all my work done before the Thursday night because that was that was pub night. That was the night we'd go out and get and, and get drinks. And that's what I do. I, I have my concert tomorrow night. I'm going out Saturday night to a different concert with some friends. And and that's my time to like, you know, try to avoid the burnout as much as it's still work planning and everything, but I still love it. Like, I still, it's still one of those things where I'm like, so as much as I am kind of a hypocrite, because I don't focus as much on the fact that I, I need to take breaks, I yeah. do try. You, you do, you do take and breaks. And you, you, you learn and you grow, you know, like, obviously I'm not anywhere where, like, I could be with the breaks, but just learn to, like, recognize your, like, your boundaries and what you can and can't do, but also push yourself a little farther, because, again, you'll never know what you're going to be able to do. That is true. So you've mm -hmm. talked about basically i don't know why i'm brain farting and that's like the worst part of doing these live is i can't like cut this <laughs> yeah you're just like um... i'm just like wait a minute i had it on the top of my head and now i completely forgot because we sidetracked the points yeah. that you have learned from other jobs yeah. and other you know experiences that you carry into streaming were yeah. which of the following which of the following or okay what, what first of all just start just do yeah. it because you will never know what you can do um learn to recognize your boundaries but also push yourself a little farther because again you don't know what you're going to be able to do but also you want to make sure that you're staying healthy and safe three make sure you ask questions that's one that's another big thing like if you want to know how someone does something ask questions like I, the amount of questions that i've asked asked like i mean you quinn like all like i'm just like hey like 
I mean, I've talked to you about sponsorships because I've never done a sponsorship and I'm they, honestly, it sounds scary to start. And I'm like, we had that conversation. <laughs> I'm a sellout. <laughs> like, that's kind of the thing where, like, you can't be afraid to ask those questions. Yeah. Like, if you don't know something, ask that question. Like, just ask it. Just well, ask it, just do it, and make sure you're okay. Yeah, I was, I was about to <laughs> let you know. Like, that third point of where you're like, you know, it sounds scary to start a sponsorship really sounds like you need to go back to that first point. Yeah, I know. And, and just and do it. I, Shia LaBeouf. Oh my right. god, my stream Shia elements LaBeouf. is actually working now. Stream elements has not been working this entire time. I had to adjust like five commands on my stream deck for this. Thank you, Rick. Oh my god. Um so just do it is the main one. I, I full heartedly agree. And yeah. this kind of carries into something else we're gonna be talking about in a bit. But just kind of diving headfirst into something that you want to try. The worst that's gonna happen is you fail. But for me, one of the biggest things that I stand behind is nothing is a failure if you learn something from it. Yes. Right. If you can manage to learn or take something away from a failure, you didn't fail. You learned. And there's a big mm -hmm. difference. Uh, and, and that's something, you know, I carry into my streaming, for example, and just like my content creation in general. I've learned that TikTok isn't really good for my kind of clips and I need to adjust that. I've learned that some stuff is only temporary when it comes to success. I've learned mm -hmm that you know some stuff works and some stuff doesn't i never failed from any of these i never failed posting on tiktok i never failed yeah. with these temporary options i never failed with you know some ideas working over others yeah. uh I i've learned what i've needed to learn from those experiences and from that i carry it into everything i do now which is pretty much just being a degenerate gamer and people seem to like that for some reason and then i run a podcast yeah. and then i run a game show and then i run master teacher trolley you never know you never and know like, that the thing with that too is like like for creators i think we get so stuck in this idea that we have to be perfect like we have to hit that success and we have to and, like, we get so stuck in that that we forget that, like, we can make mistakes. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a, there's times where, like, I've had a bad stream. And I, I, I'll sit on the floor and I'm crying and I'm, my eyeliner's running and I'm raging and it's just, it's a, just a bad time. And if I were to look at myself from the outside, I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. But I think it's because as creators, we don't feel like we can make mistakes. But then once you come out of that, once you come out of that, well, shit, I, I made, I made a mistake. You, you look at it and you're like, well you know what, next time I'm going to end stream earlier and I'm not going to let that happen yeah. or I'm going to stand up for myself or da, da 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 right? Like you don't know like what could have happened, but all you know is like how to move forward, right? So I, I have to fully mention right now as a side note that a skunk sprayed outside of my apartment and it's oh, no. really bad <laughs> because it's lingering into my room and I have been sitting here for like a minute <laughs> trying to not make a face at it. I was gagging. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually gagging. Like, this is the worst. <laughs> it's right outside my window, and it's bad. But yeah. one of the things I want to talk about, too, with your job is just like the photography mm -hmm. and you being in that media side, the marketing and the social media are two of the biggest things that you do as your job that content yep. creators work on 24-7. Yes. Now yeah. – not only have you learned, you know, just do it, ask questions and, and like, you know, don't be afraid to learn from your learning or don't be afraid to learn from failures and stuff like that. With your marketing and your social media, what is the number one tip you've learned from, you know, being in that actual industry? 
for years technically years yeah i'm i'm trying to think because i think really the the thing that i've i've made i've made sure is that is that double checking like you you post something with the wrong time and the or the wrong location or the wrong ticket link or the wrong something and it's like well shit yeah like who saw that before i got that pulled down or edited right so like i think making sure that you're triple checking something like i i don't i don't send an email or post something without like pulling back for five minutes and then coming back to it and being like you know what that phrasing sounds really weird Mm-hmm. Or like, or like, wow, actually, Sarah, you put a.m. instead of p.m. for the post time. Who's up at 3 a.m.? Like the amount of times I've accidentally posted something at 3 a.m. That's not even a peak time, Trolley. That's not even a peak time. <laughs> I post too many things at like 2 to 4 in the morning. <laughs> like I, I raided out one day and I'm looking at my raids and I just see Mistress yeah. Graves 12 times rated me with one viewer and i still posted that photo at 2 a.m and i just put big fan and tagged her and yeah. that post that post still got like 10 likes 10 likes is like my average and i'm fine with that but it was just funny because for me no, yeah as much as i know i have to do that kind of stuff i have to follow trends follow posting time stuff yeah. like that and you know i do it for some stuff over others it's hard Twitter is just a place where i legitimately do oh, not yeah. give a fuck and it's my second biggest platform still yeah. Like, it's great, but also at the same time, me not giving a fuck almost exposed my phone number when I was doing my solo podcast. But that's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, <laughs> we, we didn't talk about that. That's when I was, like, 13 years old, begging for wow. attention from YouTubers because I've also surrounded myself with way too much content over 12 years, 13 years, however long I've been on yeah. YouTube. It, it, it's been terrible. Now, the last kind of thing i want to talk about before we start diving into a little bit of your content creation properly mm-hmm. is you do photography yeah you do you know you, you've been involved in videography yeah. but there's another art that you told me about specifically that i didn't know until i started doing a little bit more research it's the fact that you like to doodle and draw and you're good at it i do doodle now i want to ask because you sent me this photo but i found the actual one because you've had this for about seven years what is your favorite doodle out of everything on that board (laughs) i'm so curious where you got that photo interesting okay you which what was the question (laughs) What is your favorite doodle on this board that you created like seven years ago and then still decided to yeah. send me a photo of today? I did. I did. That was not the photo I sent you. I it was not the photo you sent me. Yeah. I told you I found the actual one. Interesting. Um, my favorite doodle out of this? Um, Honestly, uh, one of my favorite drawings out of this entire page. Uh, I've, I have two. Okay. The, the um, one at the bottom left uh the girl with the makeup running is one of my favorite ones i've done it like it just it has so much depth and power to it as an image i think personally mm-hmm. um and overall i just i really love the face um with this entire board i don't like drawing faces i'm very bad at it um but i like drawing not. like bodies and moments mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not great but um the other one is the girl with the with the skeleton encasing her like the yeah, I don't know, you can see it. Her arms Near the are middle. like this. Yeah. yeah, her arms are like this, but then the rib cage is like around the arms. And I think I saw that picture on Pinterest, and I tried to rep like recreate it, um, with like the the fingers 
and like the 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 bullet like going through the skull rather than her head like just kind of like the idea of what what your mind can do for self like for self-harm like you can harm yourself like some of the most with the way your mind starts to spiral you know so so i think those are my two favorites but a lot of this a lot of stuff on that board is all like song quotes I, I believe it. I mean, w- when I have this picture zoomed in and I'm reading everything, I'm like, you are such a Tumblr girl from seven years ago. It makes I sense. I never had Tumblr, actually. Okay, scene girl, Reddit I, girl, Pinterest girl. I Do I need to go about all that Pinterest category maybe. that are the exact same? Yeah, I, you could have said Pinterest, but I was not a Vine. I was not a Tumblr. I was, like, one of the girls who was, like, all my friends were Tumblr girls and YouTuber girls and, like, chase the trends and the cinnamon challenges and i was just like have fun i'm gonna go study for english and then i would study for english and i'd be like okay art time that's and fair. i would just do like i was i was very nerdy now I, <laughs> I i have the question because this is like the personal side of it okay is you sent me a different version of that photo yes did you take that and then send it to me or was that one that you just had saved on your phone no i took it you took it so you still have those doodles around you yeah, yeah. So the photo that I found was from like 2015. Yeah, I so saw. So you made I, those a I long time ago. Ah, uh, yeah. What I, else have you done since? Since oh. Like, do you still doodle in your spare time, kind of thing, to help distract yourself? Let's say mentally. Yeah, yeah. I don't as much anymore. I've gotten so into editing and content creation that it's so hard to find the time. Mm-hmm. And without I, one of the big things i think is without practicing your skills you you can lose them and you can oh, yeah. gain them with more practice but it just takes a lot of discipline in order to gain those back and so not having not drawing drawn or like even read a book really like the thought of picking up a book is a huge task to me now That's I, don't, I don't read on the on the every day mm-hmm. but i i think the last time i painted was towards the start of the pandemic and actually one of my first the stream i got affiliated on I believe was one of was a painting stream. Oh shit! A very okay. long time ago. So I do do paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like sticker you boards. You said do do. <laughs> I do do painting. Uh-huh. Um, I I do sticker boards. I have like a bunch of canvases that are wrapped with like old band shirts. So I have like the back logos on them. Okay. Um. So I I still do art. Um. I find that I have to be in a very emotionally motivated place though in order to to do art in that way that's fair no i i fully get that and like mm-hmm. for me the only doodles i did were stick figures in that like swaggy s that everybody drew back in high yeah, school yeah the, th- the three lines the three, and the three lines, lines and then, and yep so that that was like the only thing i could draw and i was good at the s's i was terrible at stick figures don't ask <laughs> how um but i want to ask you in regards to like your doodling if that board is from seven years ago when did it all start and when did you realize like you know, I'm I'm actually good at this, even if even if you don't want to admit it. Like you are, it, not every artist is good at every aspect of drawing, and for you, you yeah. were very good at drawing body features, head, yeah. like shoulders, knees, and toes. As the song goes, you're you're able to draw the outline outline of a body and hair and stuff like that. And you say you're bad with faces, but the bottom right of this proves otherwise. <laughs> when did you start actually doodling, and were you? even though it's always a learning process were you always able to focus on that kind of feature or was there something else that you started with um no i never like growing up we had a whiteboard that i would draw on right and you'd just be able to erase it 
Um, but I also used to, like, I used to create my own characters. I think I still have, like, a folder down in the basement of, like, all my old characters. And I'm talking, like, like, big boobs, big butt, skinny waist, like, essentially Archie comic style characters. And I would give them names, and I would give them personality traits, and I, like, there'd be guys, and then... You know, I would draw them out, and then I would, like, match up the storylines. Like, everything had a plot in my life. Nothing nothing was without motivation, you know? Motive. You, you beat I... me to it, because I was about to say, <laughs> you're, you're referencing something that you liked back in the day, and that's Archie Comics. I love Archie Comics. I have an entire tote bin full of Archie Comics. Holy yeah. shit. I was, I, they were my, you know, I don't know if everyone has this, but I used to, like, go to the bathroom at like nine o'clock at night and just like take a shit pardon my language obviously whatever oh no take we're a not shit. 18 plus or anything yeah take a shit and i would just like read archie comics over and over again till till like the pages were like and then i'd sticky note i would be sticky in there sticky noting my favorite comics so every you... night every night you had a scheduled shit time to read archie comics <laughs> scheduled shit yeah it with was sticky notes the in the bathroom yeah i had a, I essentially cleared out like a drawer in my parents bathroom that like was meant for like hair dryers and straighteners and i cleared it out threw everything out of it and i was like you know what this drawer is for my archie comics and i had them all lined up in order from like num like like numbered series i had them numbered in order with the sticky notes and i would have a little pencil in there too with a little diary and it was just like if i got out of the shower and I was just like chilling and drying off. I just sit on the bath mat and just like read Archie comics. Like I, I wasn't a big comic kid. Like I never read superhero stuff, but I got very into Archie comics. So I used to just draw Archie stuff all the time, like Archie style. I'm totally art. not judging you or anything. Totally Fine, okay. Not. Hey, no, listen. Every time you I can't go to tell school... me you didn't bring like your Game Boy into the bathroom. Uh, okay, listen. Fun story. <laughs> I've never talked about this one before. Um. I was so addicted to my Mario DSi that I was taking a piss, had my no. PP in one hand and my DS in the other, and I dropped it in the piss, fried the DSi. Never I'm... talked about that one before. <laughs> I don't know why that core memory it? just got unlocked. Bro, what were you drinking back then? Straight Mountain Dew and, like, Flaming Hot Cheetos? Okay, no, like, it was, was pre-that. There was no Flaming was Hot Cheetos. Mountain Dew. This, this was, like, when I was seven. I don't know. I you could have been on. It fried your DS, dude. It I've fried, actually never well, had that water happen. damage. Instant water damage. DSi That's was crazy. like if you. I guess it a, wasn't waterproof. Yeah. If you brought a DS into yeah. even the rain, you would fry any part of your DS, and it wouldn't work anymore because it was a dual screen, yeah. like two exposed screens with speakers right beside. And if you close it, the back side there's the tiniest piece of plastic blocking that motherboard. So, yeah. at the end of the day, any and all water damage Actually, to get into that DSi. You said DSi you had? Yeah, it was a DSi. It was a Mario edition DSi. It was very limited edition. I dropped it in the toilet full of piss. I don't know why that's a core memory, but just unlocked. And I'm just like, well, fuck. I feel like I have to talk about this. 
I just cleaned my my drawer. I have my DSI in there. I don't know where mine I, is. I just I, it. It, mine is also somewhere. I think it might be either in like storage container in my closet or something. But I have yeah, like I have, I have a dark have blue DSI as well. I but the, the screen, my brother had the dark blue. I had the I had the white. The screen is just so flappy. Like the the one. Um... I don't have uh, mine's mine's like perfect condition, other than How? looking dirty because it's white. How? Because like for me, the little like latch. That or a little plastic that covers oh, like the, yeah, the latch yeah. snapped yeah. and it's just <laughs> like it just flaps around. No, don't, don't make know. any comments on that. But that's all I gotta say. Uh, anyways, yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move on from that because <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about before we kind of get into like a, a halfway transition point, we've talked about mm -hmm. your arts, mm -hmm. but I need to talk about something that I can't really talk about with many guests. Okay. And that is the fact that you are also Canadian and you hate my guts because you've never made any effort to actually meet up with me, even uh -huh. though we've known each other for how long now? And we live in the same city? Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, yeah, I got a bone to pick with you now. No. You are going to be in my neck of the woods tomorrow. And now mm -hmm. Saturday, I just found that one out too. Saturday, I'm not with, I'm not, no. Okay, we're, listen, we're, we don't I, talk I about Saturday, but tomorrow yeah. you're in my neck of the woods. And I, I haven't heard a, hey, do you want to go to Timmy's? Hey, do you want to go to Pizza Pizza? Like just the most cliche if you wanna, shit, but no. If you want to. If you want to meet up, if you want to be at Union Station at, at 2 p.m. tomorrow yeah. and wait for me for until I get there because I'm not sure what time we're leaving to go to Union, I will see you there. I will I'm, text you when we leave, and then I'll let you know. I am only joking, and I'm not trying to no, put you on the spot to make plans to make, make, I'm, I'm down to make joking. plans. Literally, no. I'm down to make plans. I'll meet up with you tomorrow if you're actually serious. We'll talk about it off, mm -hmm. uh, off stream and off the podcast, mm -hmm. but... Like, I'm saying all of that to to actually talk about what we've mentioned a couple times, the pandemic. Now, yes. with us being Canadians, both being in Ontario, yeah. the province that got hit the hardest, mm -hmm. COVID was a big factor in regards to changing our life. And I would honestly say for the better. What I have found out is not only did you lose your job because of COVID, I, I pretty much also lost mine. Our contracts got cut, but it led into a better opportunity. You and I both started streaming within two weeks apart, like two weeks of each other. Did we? Yep. When, when we did both you started start in June. We both started in June 2020. We did start in June. But yeah. I don't count my start as actually in June. But if you go to my Twitch tracker, it's like June 5th is my first stream. Yeah. And like June 18th is your first or something like that. I, I saw the date. But Crazy. I want to ask you before we talk about that streaming aspect. Yeah. Do you think that with us in Canada compared to America and every other place in the world, do you think we got let off easy when it came to COVID restrictions or do you think we got hit like harder than most places? And was that for a good reason or a bad? Um, honestly, I haven't put too much thought into it actually. Like I, when it started, it, it was, was kind of what it was. It, we were, everyone was just so unsure of what was happening yeah um i still have a mask and i i still wear my mask in in very public situations uh, i went to a concert um a few months ago and I, I wore my mask there um so as for like mask restrictions no but as for the fact that like we just couldn't get our shit together and I, i'll be very public about it we, we had no idea what we were doing as a as a province or maybe as a country as a whole 
But I think having us shut down and open up and shut down and open up was more devastating for not only um, the society's mental as a whole, but also just like our economy, like everything. They were like, we need to open it up for the economy. And I'm like, yeah, but then if, if when you close we all it two get... weeks later. Yeah, like, what does that do? Especially if I can support your economy purchasing my shit online. Yep. Like, I don't know. Like, and then also it's coming through Canada Post, which supports those workers who have to deliver that to us. Like, I'm still keeping people in business. But overall, I think, like, yeah, I think we just couldn't get our shit together. Hey, listen, you mentioned Canada Post. I still got to go pick up something. This is Gamer (laughs) Subs, and I know it. And I have to go pick it up, and I just haven't had time. Probably going to go tomorrow. I'm giving you my address. You're going to ship me gamer subs tomorrow. I have to. You are still owed a tub. I am. Listen, you want a tub from my charity stream. Where's the tub? He's probably already had had a few few drinks. This is your tub that you are owed a Misfits Melon GG. And you have still yet to give me an address to ship it to. So I'm just going to give it to you tomorrow. Yeah, if I see you. Yeah. You can meet me downtown after the concert, too. Either or. I don't care. I have no stream technically planned for tomorrow. I'll give you a hug. We'll take a quick photo with the amazing Andre Bay. And I'll hop on a train. (laughs) You literally just made that sound like that you're the celebrity. And I'm like, oh, my God, bitch, I'm such a big fan. No. No. I'm like, sign my tub. No. No, we're not doing that. But for yeah. real, if, if we meet tomorrow, we meet tomorrow. If not, it's not. Yeah. It, it don't yeah. matter. We'll I'm, figure I'm, it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah. I'm going to give you your GG one way or another. If I have to ship it to you, I have to ship it to you. I don't care because Canadian to Canadian shipping is easy as shit. But Very. I want to ask you, do you think that we are ever actually going to go back to pre-pandemic when it comes to society? Or do you think the way that it is now with you know some people wearing masks, some people not, in very public places as well, and some slight restrictions when it comes to social distancing. Do mm-hmm. you think that that has become the new normal? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And whether it's good or bad, I don't know. Maybe that was like, my next question. Yeah, maybe when I'm fifty and I'm like, wow, we wasted so much time. But I don't really know what the future holds. So like right now, maybe this is the right decision. Yeah. Um for us but i don't think anything will go back i think if anything in the future um the four-day work week is is being heavily considered right now and i I think that might benefit us really hope that that happens yeah i think that might benefit us as a whole for society i think that um this has made working remotely a lot more possible for a lot of people yep and i think that then helps with like childcare. i think that helps with um the talk of like like carbon emissions and cars and carpooling and gas prices. I think all of that, obviously not that this is like me forcing my political opinion on it, but I think all of that really has an effect. Like now that we've seen what we can, what we are capable of, right? Like yeah. I think that has a huge effect on, on us as a society, us as a whole. And no, I don't think anything will ever go back. I, I, I fully agree with you. I think we are ending up more i won't say like china per se and this isn't any kind of like racist or stereotypical thing and i don't want this to be taken out of context from people but the way that china operates is a lot of people still wear the mask there or their masks this is mm-hmm. well before pre-pandemic oh yeah um because of how terrible the air is in china the mass mm-hmm. pollution that they experience and for people that don't know anything about canada and especially toronto and the gta where we live um oh, the pollution is terrible Pollution is fucking terrible. And with global warming being at an all-time high of risk, um, 
where all like everywhere around the world was getting either really hot or really cold um mm -hmm. pollution plays a big factor in keeping that heat in and for us and this isn't to say that we had it worse than others because I know people down in Texas had it terribly and California had it oh, terribly yeah. and Florida had it terribly because they're known uh, to be hot and they already got hotter. About, yeah, talking about Canada, though. We're talking Toronto about Canada. Is place, a, Toronto yeah. is a, a melting pot of so much Tor weather. Toronto is usually neutral enough to where the cold and the hot don't bother you. If you are a Canadian yeah. and you grew up in the GTA, you can wear a hoodie and sweats in 30 degree weather like celsius by the way we don't talk mm -hmm. about freedom units or yeah. you could wear a t-shirt and shorts in negative 20 degree weather and either yeah. way you'd still roughly feel the same with yeah. what it is now it's like i'm a person that always wears pants i've i've been res like i've had to resort to wear shorts everywhere summer um, the summer's been very hot the winter, I remember when I worked, when I was working like directly in the city. Yeah. The winters were freezing. Like I would stand at the bus stop and my fingers would just be be frosting. Like yep. I physically was in pain and I I hated going to work in the morning. Now the one thing for me is I'll say like I, I'm as Canadian as they come when it comes to the cold. Like that yeah. T-shirt and shorts thing is not a meme. It's it's actually what I wear in the winter if <laughs> yeah. I have to go like to the store or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things I remember, if you're talking about like being very cold, is I was in a T-shirt and shorts, walked to the gas station. I was just down the street from my old place, and there's this one girl who has a flat tire. The tire's completely popped. They can't pump air into it, and they got their spare in the trunk. And these are two girls who have never changed a tire in their life. And I, I'm doing automotive class at this point. Like, changing yeah. a tire is so easy. So I said, yeah, I'll change your tire. Don't worry. I have nothing better to do. And it's like 930 at night, negative 25 degrees Celsius, snow covering the ground. I'm in T-shirt shorts and a flip-flops. Like, Not the flip-flops. Not the flip-flops. But I'm on yeah. my hands and knees pumping up this car, changing their tire. It takes me about 30 minutes. But thankfully, the gas station owners and everybody there knew who I was because of, I'm, like, a very frequent customer. I bought way too many sweets. Um, but they also brought me out like cardboard boxes for my knees and stuff like that. If I didn't have that, I wasn't able to change that tire. Realistically, yeah. uh, I, I would more than likely have frostbite on my knees, but talking about the Canadian aspect is that is one of my colder experiences. I'm worried with how much global warming is going to affect the winter in the GTA this year. It's yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And also too, when you're talking about like the fact that it keeps like the pollution keeps the air, like the heat in and keeps the, cold the heat in, in, keeps the cold in, it keeps everything it in. It keeps the smell in too. Yep. Like in when that get when that when Toronto gets hot, I promise you, you've never smelt anything like it. Unless you're going to TwitchCon San Diego this October, because we all know for a fact that eighty percent of Twitch streamers don't know what deodorant is, and it's gonna <laughs> fucking suck. Um, True. The twenty percent are everybody that's over a thousand followers, realistically. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm looking at you, Della, who's like another podcast guest coming up in September, uh -huh. who's under a thousand followers. Not to call you out on your size, but you probably don't know what deodorant is, you smelly bitch. Anyways. Damn. Anyways, <laughs> it's just fun calling random people out if they ever hear this. It's going to be Got great. You. Got you. See? What's deodorant? Who's deodorant? I don't know what deodorant. But no, it's going to be funny because I'm walking <laughs> through TwitchCon with a bottle of, like, spray on deodorant. I'm spraying people's necks if they smell like shit. I don't care. You Damn. can call it harassment. Damn I'm it. like, nah, bitch. 
you smell. This is going to help you. And I'm not going to give you Axe. I'm going to give you, like, a nice deodorant. Like, I use Old Spice spray on, and this shit's going on the back of somebody's neck. He's like, I pulled out the expensive shit I for this. I pulled out expensive shit. This is, like, nine... I just slapped it on my keyboard. It's like nine dollars a can. I'm spraying wow. it all over people. It is That's what it is. <laughs> Before we talk about your streaming, I want to talk about the halfway point of the podcast that a lot of people get to know about and like, and it's a great way to get to know you from our community and from your community, which you've been kind enough to bring in. I got twenty rapid fire questions. Oh no! It's not like. It's it's not anything that's got a right or a wrong answer. It's based on your preferences. And if you want to build any story on any of your answers, you're more than welcome to. But okay. I want to start off with what your favorite day of the week is. My favorite day of the week? Saturday. What is your favorite city in Canada besides the ones that you've lived in? Oh, so Toronto doesn't count? Shit. Ottawa. Nope. Okay, fair. Favorite holiday? Favorite ho Halloween. Good choice. First Halloween. celebrity crush? Oh, Josh Ramsey from Marana's Trench. Had blue hair and a tongue piercing. Mwah. Loved him. I know exactly who you're talking about. That's a problem, too. <laughs> Place you want to travel to the most currently? Iceland. My grandma was from there. Makes so. sense. I was just like, wait a fucking minute. That's the most <laughs> random answer I've ever heard. Like, you I know, see, most people yeah. say Greece, Italy, Tokyo, stuff like Somewhere that. Somewhere warm, <laughs> yeah. Iceland, where Iceland. it's all green, and in Greenland's all ice. Yeah, Don't weird. understand how that works. <laughs> cake or pie? A uh, cake. What kind in particular? Because that uh, was a quick answer. Like cheesecake, but also a vanilla cake with vanilla, like, icing. Oh, that shit just hits different. Man, but you yeah. know cheesecake is not actually classified as a cake. It's a classified as. It's not pie. I believe it is classified as a pie in a way. Mm, it's not a pie. Because of the crusting on cheesecake? No, no. Hey, take no. what you want. It's okay to be no. wrong. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Favorite ice cream? Uh... The whole podcast relies on this answer, by the way. I tell this to oh, everybody. Oh, no. Yep. What's I will end the podcast right now flavor? if you disrespect a single flavor. I'm not going to. I'm just concerned that I don't remember what my favorite flavor is. There's a flavor I would... Oh, I actually really like strawberry cheesecake. And I know that's going to sound hella cringe, but that's like the flavor I get all the time. Just New York style cheesecake, ice cream, I get all the time with the chunks of cheesecake in it and the little graham crackers. Yum. That that doesn't even sound like an ice cream at that point. That strawberry, just like... imagine it's like ice cream with strawberry swirls. But that just sounds Ooh. like a smushed together cheesecake with extra dairy. Yeah. You know, that's not have ice, ice cream, cream dairy, at bro. that point. 100% is ice cream. All right. But also, like, I also really like boo-boo bubble. And I know that's like a cringy flavor, but it's like <laughs> the bubble gum in it. I'm sorry. I think that shit's fun. I've never heard of that name before in my life. Oh, no. Boo-boo bubble? Yeah, that, we used to go to a little ice cream shop near me, and we they'd have boo-boo bubble. And it was like blue and pink bubblegum swirls with like some yellow bubblegum swirls and then it had little chiclets it had like chiclets in it like you know the gum yeah chiclets, I... all mixed in there with it i've never and then heard as you're of eating ice cream you're just i've never heard of boo boo bubble like i know the pink and pink and blue one it's usually either cotton candy or bubblegum bubblegum it's bubblegum bubble. flavored ice cream with the bubblegum in it Boo that's what it's called. Bubble. Boo -boo bubble. Don't judge me. That sounds like a, that sounds like it comes strictly from Baskin Robbins and Baskin Robbins only. <laughs> no, 
There's not. Am I, I, am I wrong? You don't know where it's from? Then how the no, hell did I you think... have it all the time? Well, it was just, a, I don't know what, it, I think it was like Kawartha or something. Okay, Kawartha Lakes makes don't, sense. Don't quote me, don't quote me. No, that makes that sense. It makes sense. Listen, my trailer's up at Kawartha Lakes, so. Uh-huh, oh, she. I fully get it. The, the You're taking me there sometimes. Hell no. Ow. Rude. Hell no. You you are not <laughs> making any effort to see me. Why do I got to bring you up to my I'm trailer? About to see, I'm about to try to make time to see you tomorrow, okay? On on another person's schedule, I'm making time to see you tomorrow. So get like take me to your trailer. Disappointed. That's going to be like three years in the making because I know for a fact that if I see you tomorrow, I ain't seeing you for another year and a half because you actually yeah. hate my guts and it's okay. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes, all the time. You, told, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not gonna mention that. I'm not Sometimes gonna things bo like textures bother me. So the thought that like my feet are gonna get all dirty and sandy, gross. Okay. I respect it. I have to wear protection at all times. <laughs> I really wish I could jokingly press my end button during a podcast <laughs> recording, but I really can't. Wow. So just imagine that 8-bit Rick Astley never going to give you up is playing right now with this scene that's saying this is totally the end of stream. My mod mm -hmm. smell Omegalol. That's all mm -hmm. we're going to imagine that's playing right now. And now it's done on a scale from 1 to 10. How good are mm -hmm. you at keeping secrets? Oh, what's the what's the what's the good one? Standard. On a scale from 1 to 10, the how good are you? One is bad. On a scale from 1 to 10, how good at you at keeping secrets? One is like you spill everything to everyone. I'm like a I'm like a 5. Okay. Honestly, like answer. my mom, my mom knows who you're sleeping with, but like, no, 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 no one else in our friend group knows. So really, I don't. My know. My mom knows who you're sleeping with. What? Yeah. Like I'll tell my mom. No one else has to know. Just my mom. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I hit her up. I'm like, mom. Yeah, she's totally sleeping with him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Big dogs or small dogs? Small dogs weirdo what the fuck what's your favorite like corgi sized okay Cor corgi's fine yeah. i was gonna say like if you're talking about like a teacup chihuahua get out no, of here i'm not talking about a person corgi's beautiful about... love those yeah. dogs mm -hmm. what's your favorite car or dream car if you have one a convertible i used to have an orange hot wheels convertible it had two black stripes coming up the front of it i don't know what brand that is I'm, I'm so sorry for laughing. I think it's a Corvette. I was about to say, do you mean a Corvette? Because a convertible is a type of car. Like, it's a type of You asked what kind of car, car I want. It's a, it's an addition to a car. Oh, that's what I want. A convertible yeah, is honestly, just a drop top. If you could make my Subaru into a convertible, I would take it. I'm just... <laughs> sorry, that is the greatest answer I've oh. ever had to that question. <laughs> What's your favorite answer. car, a convertible? Eddie, just give me one drop top, please. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. If my hair is not flipping in the wind and smacking everything in sight, I don't want it. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Poutine. That's the most Canadian answer you could give. I haven't had a poutine in, like, forever. Um, poutine slaps. There's one place in Peterborough called The Whistle Stop that has over 100 Love different Whistle flavors. Love Whistle Stop. Whistle Stop's so good! My, bro, my ex used to be from, from, from Peterborough. Oh, my God. Whistle, Whistle Stop, Stop is slapped. so good. Every time I go so up to good. Peterborough. It's gotten so much worse under new ownership. But I have not like been there in a long time. Five plus years ago was mm -hmm. the go-to spot for me. Like I would buy a large bacon poutine because I'm basic as fuck, <laughs> but it would last me like two days. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. I would I would just I used to just get regular poutine. Or I think it was like deep fried curd that I would also get. I would get the deep fried curd. That just sounds like a new style of meme. Like let's not bring back the twenty twenty one deep fried memes. No, I no, I'm not a meme bitch. Anyways. That's true. That's why I can't send you shit on Instagram because you don't, you just you suck at reacting, giving or getting presents. I really like getting presents. I know that's a rude answer. No, no, it's an honest answer. Because everyone should give, and I like giving too. But like then I give, and I'm like, okay, but where's mine? Honest answer. Like nobody could judge you for being honest about it. You can't like if you're just trying to be a people pleaser. Oh my god, yeah, I love giving presents. It's so much fun seeing the person's face, and in reality, you're like. Just you know, buy me a car, pay for my house, like that. Yeah, that's the you gift. know the secret to my heart: a man that buys me an iPad. I'm in desperate need for an iPad right now. Don't really know why. I just really want one. So, like, first come, first serve. You heard you that, ladies and gentlemen. IPad investment. Yep, buy Sarah an iPad, <laughs> and she will give you her heart. Uh, and no, we're talking, we're not talking about like an eye patch or we're not talking about a pad that no. you put on your eye. We're talking no. about the Apple product here. You cheap fucks. Yeah, uh, exactly. Buy the first generation one off Facebook marketplace for like 150 bucks. Cause she never That's, classify no. what one she wants. Boom. Done. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Can't classify it now. Cause I already exposed pizza no. or pasta. Pizza or pasta. Why do I have to make a decision on that? Because. I think that's rude and, and honestly disrespectful. That's okay. To assume one must be better than the other. Who? It's going to be pasta. Because good job. Good answer. Smart answer. Good. Pasta in is any form. Good. Pasta is good in any form. Pizza is okay. Going downtown, if you're going downtown Toronto, you have to go to the place called the Hot House. If you like pasta. I've never been to Hot House, but there is a place in Toronto that makes their own pasta. I forget what it was, what it's called, the pasta shelf or something. I, I recognize what place you're talking yeah. about. I've never been. I there went though. there once, and they made like like fresh pasta right in front of you, and then put it into your bowl, and then like put fresh toppings. It was so good. I need that. All right, mm-hmm. I take you to the trailer. You take me to that place. Done, done. Favorite video game series of all time. Uh. Uh. Ah. Uh, Valorant is not a game series. No, I know. Um, honestly, I really enjoyed Kana Bridge of Spirits. Like, the new one that came out, it was very much Legend of Zelda, but overall, I just thought it was so beautiful, and the experience of playing it was just unbelievable. But, like, old school Donkey Kong 64 slaps. It does slap. Just yeah. like the barrel slapping Mario in the face. It <laughs> slaps. At what age yeah. do you want to retire and don't say tomorrow? Or um, today? No, I would like to retire when I'm, like, 60. Okay, so re- realistic yeah. age. Yeah. I respect Will it that. happen? No, but... Eh, 55. Yeah. 55 will happen. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk, 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 milk. Okay, okay. Yeah, I get to yeah. see, who, I get to see. you know, if people are picky or not with that one. LA I'm or New York, so where would you want to live? I think I would... Oh my God, Red's atrocious in both of them. I would want to live... <laughs> New York is screaming at me, but I think LA. I love how rent was the first thing you mentioned about those places. Not the traffic, not the lifestyle, not the cuisine. Fucking rent, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, financially, how can I feasibly make that an option? I'm like, downtown New York or downtown LA, both atrocious. So. Very much so. And... But I like, I have a playlist on Spotify called Find Me in Cali, and it's just every song that mentions Cali that I like. So I think I'd have to be California because I don't have, like, a... 
I don't have a New York playlist. That's fair. I mean, there's not really many songs that mention New York anyways, unless it's now like... You're New okay, York. listen, that's the one that everybody knows. Concrete, Jungle, Wet Dreams, and Tomatoes. There's yeah, nothing you can't exactly. do. No. Uh, what is your current favorite clothing brand? I really like Airy. Oh, okay. Airy or Steez brand? Because I have to give a shout out to my, to my, to my homie Steez. You can't see it. I'm going to move this so you can see Steez. Oh, the one on the mic, yeah. Yeah, my friend, it's my friend's company. You gotta get them to pay you for that product placement. No. Why not? I just pay them because I like them. Product placement, <laughs> get free merch for the product placement. It promote yeah. it like once a stream or something. <laughs> Easy, yeah. get your money up. Final question, nope. though. Scale from one to ten, how good are you at trivia? Uh, like a, a three. General knowledge. Three? three? You should have known this was coming since you've been in other podcasts. You know what happens at the end of these. We got mm -hmm. trivia at the end of the podcast. It's going to yeah. be great. And if you cheated and studied the answers, I'm going to be a little upset. How would I know? I don't know. It is what it is. Some people might <laughs> cheat. Some people might not. I feel like you didn't cheat. But I want to talk about the beginning of your streaming career. As I mentioned, mm -hmm. you and I both started literally within two weeks of each other. That is our Twitch tracker. Oh, wow. Interesting. So you started late June. I started early June. But we both pretty much did the same thing. We streamed a couple times and then skipped a month. Yes. You streamed five times and then skipped pretty much all of July. I streamed like seven yeah. times and skipped all of August. You want to know why? Job? No. I skipped that. I didn't have the job during that time. I skipped that time because I had gotten affiliate and I was so distraught over taking it. Like I didn't think I wanted to take it. Interesting. Why so I, I just didn't stream. What? Why was that? I had gotten raided by a big streamer um, who, like, essentially carried his viewership over, and they hung out um, for a while after that. But okay. I just, like, didn't feel like I, you know, had worked for it or really earned it. And, like, my ex was still hanging around at that point. So it was just, like, a whole, whole lot going on where I was just like, I don't know if I want this. And then I did. So what made what made you kind of, like, take that leap of faith and accept affiliate and then, you know, start streaming – on a more consistent rate, because you can see throughout most of August, you streamed almost every single day. September was about 50%. And now, even still to this day, besides the month hiatus you're on, you've streamed yeah. like three to four days a week consistently. Mm -hmm. So what, um, made, what made you take affiliate and kind of, you know, jump into the streaming world? I think I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? If anything happens here, it's a really good business experience. I'm responsible for everything and i could maybe make this into something i mean look where it's gotten me so far i've made a bunch of new friends online and you know like i've i've seen myself grow as a person and become more social like my old clips are just embarrassing so speaking of old grow. clips i have one no i'm kidding i don't yeah i, so. I could have gone through your old clips but i'm like you know what i don't think i need to they're already no. up there they're embarrassing and no yeah. But there is something I do want to talk about for the beginning of your mm -hmm. uh, your streaming adventures. So I might have reached out to a couple people, and two people both mentioned one instance in particular. <laughs> you apparently love a stick of butter on one of your streams. Who did you reach out to? I'm not going to let you know because I don't want to expose <laughs> them. But can you talk to me about the butter experience and why your nickname is Butter Bay? Oh, my God. Why yeah, is your nickname Butter Bay? <laughs> no. Why is your nickname Butter Bay? Because I've been told that you not only ate an entire stick of butter one stream, you also had, like, a tablespoon of butter on another stream. 
Unless yeah. they're the same one. And there's also a butter oh. command in your stream that I never knew about until, like, yesterday. So, like, yeah. why are you Butter Bay? I, um, so I was, my friends from college were hanging out and we were playing some Fall Guys and chilling. And they were all in chat just chilling. And this was back when I only had, like, five viewers. We were all chilling and they were like, if you don't win this next game, I, I dare you to eat butter. And I was like, I, I got this. I didn't have it. So then I went and got the butter and they all hopped in my call and there's like a clip where you, all you can hear is them being like, butter, eat the butter, like over and over again, just a bunch of my guy friends. And then I was just eating the butter, gagging. And so everyone loved it so much. There's There was like a command that we ran with for a long time called Challenge Bay. So I'd be challenged to like, uh, I think it was eat garlic with Skittles because that's what I had. So I ate garlic with Skittles. It was... Uh, eat a clove of garlic and then take take a shot of vodka. That didn't go well. Can we just talk about the fact that garlic is spicy and vodka makes things extra spicy? It was very painful. I was very in pain. Um, and I've like slapped yeah, slap eggs of milk. Like I just like, I've done some done some shit for some weird things, and I don't know why. I just kind of went. Everyone seemed to like it, and I was just like kind of a people pleaser. So I was like, here you go, guys. I will do this for you. But yeah, so people call me Butter Bay. So, and I had an emote. I even made a little emote of a little stick of butter, and it said Butter Bay. Yeah. So out that of all the challenges my... you have done, yeah. what has been the worst? Is it the garlic with vodka? Garlic with vodka. Garlic with vodka, hands down. So... I, will, I will slap bags of milk and say mommy, mommy milkers any day of the week. Any day of the week. Uh, just don't make me do garlic and vodka again, please. So I was about to say, what has been the easiest challenge then that you expected to be hard? It can't be slapping bags of milk. No, it wasn't. Easiest one, I think, was the butter. Butter really isn't that bad. It was okay. I am changing your contact name. Oh, spicy? No, to uh, Butter Bay. <laughs> yeah, Even though, uh, Yeah, I'm totally going to change your contact name on Instagram because the only thing you message me on. You can text me. I'll give you my number. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen. I got a female's number. Where's the air horn? Where's the air horn? Let's go. Anyways, you couldn't hear the air horn, but everybody else could, and that's all that matters. Um, No, I, I got told to ask about Butter Bay by a couple people. So, yeah, you're welcome. So curious who you talk to. Uh, you'll never find out. It's okay. It yeah. is perfectly fine. Damn right it is a rare thing, Rukith, you cute bitch. How are you? It's good to see you. I won't be able to answer anything else because this is a live recording of the podcast that gets uploaded on Spotify and YouTube. So for people that don't know, uh, if you're listening on Spotify and YouTube right now, hello, hi, welcome. Uh, even though we're like almost an hour, actually we are an hour in, uh, I want to shout y'all out for listening because you're great and you're amazing people and you're the reason why I upload these even though I'm the most inconsistent prick you'll ever meet when it comes to uploading them. Congratulations to myself. Uh but you started off your streaming journey with a beautiful game yeah. called Golf With Your Friends. You are the only person I've ever met that starts their streaming journey with a party game. Yeah. How did that, that start? I played. Golf With Your Friends is the first game you've ever played on stream. It was your first ever stream. Wow. I need to know why that was your first. And what, of all things, made I you click, go live while playing that game? Uh, I guess it kind of starts with, like, how I found out about streaming. Um, it was the pandemic. I really wasn't doing much. And my friend was like, you're playing games every day with us. 
like it was just me and a bunch of my guy friends just gaming yeah and i hadn't really been a part of the gaming space before so he was like you know what you should stream on twitch because they were kind of streaming on twitch at that time but they were so casual with it so i was just like sure why not so i hit go live and we were probably just playing golf with friends one night i didn't even think that was like the first game i played to be honest yep crazy golf with your friends is the first game that you played and after that it went to minecraft yes that's when i first got minecraft that was my first time playing minecraft and i played fortnite to start off with i was a i was a baby fortnite streamer i never knew that one i might i might have missed it but I want to ask you, since you started off on Golf with Your Friends and as a party game and you were never really in the gaming atmosphere before, mm-hmm. what was the reason behind Click and Go Live then? Um, I don't really, I don't really know, really. Um, I guess I could go back a little farther. Um, so pandemic happens. Mm-hmm. And I maybe this gets into kind of something that you're going to ask in the future or not. I'm not sure. but Maybe, because this is kind of the second half where I only have a couple notes and we're winging everything else. Okay, based perfect. Based on just knowledge that I have. But, um, so I um, essentially had started streaming. and Or, like, before I had started streaming, sorry. I had decided uh, to, like, start gaming. And I was big into Fortnite throughout college. I play. I would come home from lunch at college every day and play a few games of Fortnite to try to get my challenges. And I would play, like after getting my work done, play late at night with my friends, and we'd all be on Discord. And we used Discord to finish our our work. We used Discord to watch movies. Like all this stuff was happening. So I've learned about Discord, and through my ex, I learned about Twitch. And one of the first streamers I used to watch was uh, Sexy Hexy. He now goes by Hexy. He's a toxic degen, dead by daylight streamer plays he's a killer main and uh i thought he was cute he's i don't know i wonder how many times i've heard that one from you (laughs) yeah anyways so i started watching him and that's kind of how i found out about twitch um which was super cool but also i like i didn't really know so pandemic happened um i posted a photo on Twitter around that time as well um, of me in a swimsuit. And I didn't realize Twitter wasn't for that. I didn't realize Twitter wasn't for swimsuits. And I got body shamed uh, because Summer Ray had shared my photo because it was her swimsuit line. And if you guys don't know Summer Ray, she's mm-hmm. a very beautiful woman um, and an influencer. So 400,000 people saw the post and 400,000 people saw that I did not look like Summer Ray. Uh, so I was being fat shamed on the internet, and on top of that, for an entire year, my ex had been coming back to me, uh, trying to get with me, after being in a toxic relationship with him. Uh, and so I uh, essentially was just like kind of spiraling in a really, really bad mind space. So to in order to cheer myself up, my friend like suggested it. My friend was just like, you know what, like. Honestly, they probably suggested it because they were like, I'm so tired of you. Like, shut up. But also, like, I think they suggested it because I was just in such a bad place that I needed I needed something creative to, to distract me. And gaming just, like, there's that, there's that space between the loading screens and that space where your monitor is black where, like, you just see your reflection and or you, you, your mind wanders and you just, you don't get that, that, you know, drive or that motivation to really the excel power. or do anything. Stay yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> to brighten the mood a little bit from that. Oh, True, I know. Sorry. It was very dark. It was hey, very li dark. Listen, we, we've had that conversation before. You yeah. were on my charity stream where we talked about mental health. Uh, you were yeah. one of the 15 streamers that came on, and you did talk about the story for people that might have missed it, which mm -hmm. it, it, it is a very shitty situation on what happened before your streaming. Yeah. But it, the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because it is still a good story for people to understand that, like, streaming has brought some of us out of the darkest places in our life or one of the darkest places in our life yeah. and it's literally yeah. because of the community that we build and the people that stick around that want to support us that like we can't put it in the words of how grateful we are for them even though like i say my mods fucking suck um they are the backbone for me and that's the one and only time that i'll ever you know compliment my mods um but at the end of the day it's like with our streaming journey we are only the face that they see, but they're the ones that keep us going, the community that we built. And for you, you know, you've been doing this for just over two years now. I want to ask you, like, what have been some of your favorite memories that you've created with your community? I, I don't know. It's she don't love you guys. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's all been a roller coaster. It's It's been hard. Like, and I, I'll be honest with it. Like, I'm honest about it. It's been hard recently for me to focus on, on the good things and on, on my growth and on everything. Um, Because I, I have had a lot of people just, like, leave recently. Like, people aren't as invested in my journey anymore. They're not as invested in me. Um Like, I've uh, my mods haven't been around. Um... And they were some of my closest friends. I would game with them all the time, and and they haven't been around. And it's just one of those things where sometimes it's hard to focus on the good stuff. But I remember when I used to game with them, I would just be wheezing, laughing about like the fact that like I was the van bitch in Phasmophobia, which like that was such a big game back then. And I wouldn't leave the van, and I was such like we would have so much fun like laughing in apex about the fact that i couldn't climb a wall and had no idea how to climb like how to climb an apex and i would just kept falling like you'd we would be laugh. jumping at the wall like, ah, yeah ah, literally ah. literally i was like guys how'd you get up there they're like it just do it it's like no but like i think those are the, are the big things and i think a lot of people change and grow and sometimes it's hard to change and grow with it but at the same time, like, I, I really think that some of the happiest times I've had with the community have been with the people who were there at the beginning. Like, I think I was really happy when I started streaming. I'm happy now, too. Yeah. But I was really happy then. I was so innocent and purely happy and just to be gaming. You are the furthest from innocent. I, I I I don't need to get into that kind of topic. Yeah, the, the 180, 360 would make you back to innocent. You are not innocent. You are the furthest from it. I, if I knew you back then compared to what I know now, nope, nope. You saying you're innocent is straight up cap. Like, I, I kid you not. And anybody that tries to say otherwise is lying. You've mm -hmm. brainwashed them or something. I don't know. I am, I'm an innocent being. Cap. <laughs> straight cap okay but with the beginning of your streaming journey right you talk yeah. about how you just play with your friends have some of the like your your favorite moments that you've had yeah. um just the streaming in general right i get that with a lot of people potentially leaving now which okay. is just a cycle of twitch as much as we hate oh, yeah. it we have to acknowledge it and understand that For it sure. is like sure. twitch viewership has dropped 20 percent across the board 
because yeah. COVID restrictions are being lifted. People are going back outside. People are living their life again. And it will affect all of us. I want to ask you for people that might be also, I won't say down in the dumps, but realizing that, you know, th they have peaked. They are not where they used to be. Mm -hmm. What are a couple of things that you tell yourself or that you've kind of learned over time with streaming for over two years that other people can learn from you, from your experience? Um, one of the big things I think I would say is just to cherish every moment that you're doing something like it's so easy to get lost in those numbers but I remember when like I didn't care and I was just playing golf with friends because my friends wanted a game or 1v1 COD back when I used to play COD because my friends wanted a game and I was just getting shit on but we were just laughing you cherish those moments because there are going to be those downs but like i'm so happy right now remembering the, that those moments existed like even if twitch were to end tomorrow and not exist i would still be so honored to have like like had the experiences i have had on the platform and met the people that i've had the opportunity to meet yeah i couldn't imagine having best friends in other countries like if i didn't experience the internet imagine how small my life would be how how unimpactful and how minimal my impact like like I said my impact could be on so many lives like I have friends that I call on the daily just to like talk about like my sex life or like my relationships you know like I I mean I hit you up and I'm like guess what spicy and I hit up like like twin and I I like I talked to me and Dini Dini bra have workouts on on Discord calls. Like we'll, we'll she'll throw up a, a a workout and we'll work out together. You know, like I I've met so many people and I wouldn't give this experience for anything. And I think for anyone who's down in the dumps about about those numbers, if just for a second you can take the time to focus on that. Like I miss streaming. I miss gaming with my friends. And I think I've been, especially because I've been on this hiatus, I've, I was so focused beforehand on my numbers being down and equating it to my existence, like equating it to my worth as a person Yeah. and seeing other people thrive in, in, in the space. I just equated it. And like people have said, like my content is like, obviously is lacking if I'm not growing and, and all that. But I think that it's like, I don't know. I think I think everyone's purpose on Twitch is different. And I think if you've gone live and you've made one difference in one person's life, like that's really what matters. Yep. And sometimes it's hard to think in, in, in the in the moment, you know? Very much so. It's something that a lot of people can't grasp in the moment. It's the fact that we have the potential and potentially already have changed people's lives for the better. Yeah. And you don't know until it's not too late, but it's already way past that moment. Yeah. Right. And, and for what we do, even like as just variety gaming streamers, we are still having an impact on somebody who might be having a rough day, who needs some distraction. And we're just getting shit on in whatever game we're playing. And that's the entertainment that they needed. Right. They're, yeah. they're laughing at our pain, but our pain isn't like a bad pain. Our pain is like this is for entertainment. And yeah. If you can make one person's day, like, 
you've succeeded as a streamer in in, in my idea in my eyes you've succeeded as a content creator if what you produce can make somebody smile can distract somebody from daily bullshit of life then you've done your job yeah like to talk on success like i hear so many people saying that they want to make it on twitch like they want to be successful on twitch what what is success like what is that yeah like are you are you are you saying that you are unsuccessful right now like is that is that what we're saying like you you have been able to make an income off of a digital entertainment platform that is success yep some people can't even hit affiliate like you are successful yep like you have sponsorships you are successful you have people who want to work with you yep like you have followers you have subs you have so much so much content and so much impact and so many friends like are you unsuccessful right now the the way that i describe success because everybody's definition is different Mm -hmm. is success is in the eye of the beholder everybody else's opinion doesn't matter um you could be succeeding but you can't be successful or you could be successful but you might not be succeeding yeah I don't disagree. There is two different ways that you could see it. If you are successful, you have peaked, you are at your end goal. I never want to be successful. I want to always be succeeding. Because succeeding is on my way to my final goal. If I have a final goal and that's it, then I am not successful. I should be able to hit that goal and make another. And then make another. And then make another. And constantly be succeeding yeah like while still hitting those goals of success those are hitting goals i've Mm -hmm. been successful in hitting goals i never want to permanently be successful no and i i think that's a good mindset like i i don't think i joined like the industry like content creation in general to be successful like for me if someone's like hey i actually really like this video like I'm, I am beyond excited. Like I, I, I'm an attention seeking bitch, but I, I also like, I've been like that since I was little. Like I strove for, for top grades in classes and medals and ribbons. And like, I strove for that for so long that like, it feels like I have to keep doing it. But sometimes like just the smallest thing of like, hey, you know what? We really appreciate that you chose to go live today or like that you took the time to edit this video. Like, I think that's success to me. Like that's yeah. seating is just having someone appreciate what I'm what I'm putting out there, which is good. And, and like, I think that's always going to be what it what it is for me. I no, think knowing your definition is the biggest thing that in yeah. regards to, you know, just appreciating the goals, no matter how small they might be now. Mm-hmm. Before I kind of talk about the rest of your streaming career, I want to do this fun little segment. This is a shorter one because you're a little bit more private. Oh, but okay. But you've labeled yourself as a cosplay streamer. No, I haven't. On social media, as you have. I'm and I have a couple there. photos here, and I want you to describe why yeah. you've been in this outfit. Maybe it wasn't for stream per se, but the first one is you dressed up as a graffiti board. You are, you are- so- Rude. You are full I'm of not like a shock paste here. And that was <laughs> And you are a graffiti board from downtown Toronto. Yeah. What yeah. happened here? Can you talk can you walk us through this photo? 
that was run or die which if you don't know the owner of run or die ended up running away with all the proceeds so really a marathon of a of an event um he did go to jail i think or something i don't know i regret participating but anyways it was like an event similar to like you know like the mud run or the so you know the the foam the foam run or whatever where the yep. foam comes out this was just powdered dust that was thrown at you well, since it, Caravana it, happened a couple of weeks ago, I figured I'd pull up this photo because a lot of people ended up looking like this from Caravana. <laughs> nice. But the other one I want to ask, and this is probably the more important one when it comes to cosplay, but why did you end up being like a goth kitty girlfriend for Halloween? Oh my God. I don't, I didn't. I did a Halloween stream with my friend Brooke. Oh my God. What did we even <laughs> use? <laughs> I had bought like face paint. No, I didn't even have. That's not even face paint. You want to know what that is? What? That's acrylic paint from the dollar store. I'm talking like the poisonous one dollar shit that you like. And I, me and my friend just started putting it everywhere and just went with it. And that's what we came up with. Oh my god! See, I could have, I could have grabbed other photos to build on that like goth girlfriend aspect because you used to wear a lot of black lipstick when you first started your content creation. But I figured this one was kind of funny because I'm genuinely confused on what the fuck the makeup is for Halloween. I'm a skeleton cat. Skeleton cat. So you have cat ears on your head. Yeah. But like here. Yeah. And then you just lose your eyebrows. Yeah, tiny face. And, and and then the cat also has eye bags drawn yeah, on. She's a tired cat. <laughs> and has <laughs> wings for whiskers. Yeah. Well, and those, is constantly smiling. <laughs> yeah, you can't just... It was the kind of Cheshire vibes, bro. I could like, I, I I, tell I, a lot I of was, Cheshire. I was drawing inspiration, okay? <laughs> and I'm guessing that's a Corpse Bride t-shirt. Yeah, my mom bought that for me at Giant Tiger. So it makes sense that all of this is, you know, kind of Halloween themed in this photo. Yeah. But I figured I'd, bro I'd bring this one up because I, I feel like you don't know where I got this one from. <laughs> no. Where did you get my Instagram story? Nope. I'll tell you this. None of your socials. But anyways, to, to, to build on your friendships that you've built on your streaming. Uh huh. One of the best things that you are known for in your friend group called the Hot Bitches is the fact that you forgot Jenny's birthday. Two months after it happened, and you reacted oh, on stream. And, and, and I've yeah. been told about this clip because you freaked out. Yeah, I didn't. Thinking you I'm forgot really a birthday. Bad. I'm that, really bad at birthdays. And you attended the Discord birthday party two months prior. Yeah, I had. I so know. Can you walk me through the, the you know Jenny's birthday and how you might have forgotten about it? No. You can't? You just don't remember it? Time, time hasn't existed since COVID happened. Like... I, my brother's birthday is June 9th, and I was about to say the 6th. I almost forgot it again. His birthday is June 9th. I think his birthday is June 6th every year, so I wish him happy birthday on the 6th. Ever, only ever since COVID started, I wish him happy birthday on the 6th. He goes, it's not my birthday. I'm like, oh, shit, sorry, bro. I will wish you a happy birthday on the 9th. I forget on the 9th because I'm doing things. And then on the 10th, my mom tells me, did you wish Riley a happy birthday? I'm like, eh. No. You should so just wish him a happy birthday on like January seventeenth and see what I he know. says. Just happy birthday. Act like you have Alzheimer's and you just completely forget. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I forget things. But yeah, I had attended her birthday. We played Jackbox. It was great. I met all her friends. 
this was when we had first started becoming friends. I was like a little nervous to be in the Discord, you know, kind of yeah. how it is. Um, and then yeah, she came in my chat. Someone mentioned something about a birth birthday and and Jenny, and I was just like, it was Jenny's birthday. Shit, I love her. I forgot to wish her birthday, and she was like, it was two months ago. Well, it's like, well, shit. Now I feel even worse. Considering that's one of the fate or one of the um uh the the high or I won't say the highlights, but one of the favorite moments from your hot bitches group chat. I figured I'd mention it. Like I said, I reached out to a few people. Just just a few. Just a few. And uh, I got I got some funny stories. And this is why I asked you about your community's favorite or your favorite memories with your community, because your community has favorite memories with you. Interesting. And that's why I brought it up and that's why I wanted to talk about it. And we got Butter Bay. We got you forgetting your friend's birthday. We also got mm-hmm. whatever this cosplay is. But yeah, at the end of the day, you've had an impact on so many people's lives. And I kind of want to wrap up before trivia by talking about a recap of the entire journey. You started off as a variety streamer, heavily variety, when you yeah. first started. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. And then yeah. around end of February, beginning of March, Valorant took over. Yeah. And I started you, you've been a variety streamer who mains Valorant ever since. <laughs> I might make a shirt that says that. <laughs> you you honestly should. Now, throughout this entire two-year journey, you've had your memories, you've had your ups, you've had your downs, you're currently on a little bit of a hiatus that you really can't control because of work. But I want you to talk about kind of what's next. Do we have an expected return date? Do you have any ideas that you've been, you know, brainstorming and working on that you're going to come back with? Uh, Are you going to, like, completely revamp content? What is next for Sarah? All right. Well, here's the whole game plan. Um, Essentially, I'm the evil villain rolling up my sleeves, getting ready to tell you the whole plot before the cops show up. Um, Essentially... Um, my return date will be after I come back from BC. I'm back from BC around September 17th, um, sometime around then. So I will be back, uh, from, from BC then. And then it's like full steam ahead after the, like, like with work, but also with streaming. Um, so hopefully I'll be back around then. I haven't confirmed a date, but I'm hoping it'll be super big and fun. But I'm not going to come back with, like, a subathon in September because I know that I've seen a lot of people get burnt out on subathons and it's just hurt their mental. Um, and I don't want to come back full swinging like that. So my game plan is smaller streams. One of the first streams I'll do is just, like, filling people in. But I also have talked to, like, a lot of people in the like the community and people I've been friends with. And I'm just like, you know what? I had a fun time playing this game with you and I would like to make content with you. And so, like, I'm hitting people up and just letting them know that I would like to, like, do stuff with them in the future um, if they're interested. And so far, like, a bunch of people have said yes. Um, Because, essentially, I want to be focusing a lot more on YouTube. I really, like, I don't think I want to go to YouTube to stream, but I really Mm -hmm. like not having to be on for YouTube. Like, I don't have to be big for YouTube. I, I take my Twitch and make it into something cool. And I really like that aspect. So I'm going to focus on YouTube. I have a YouTube video, hopefully, that I'm going to edit within the next two weeks because I was in a Starlight Charity tournament um, this past weekend. And so I have some funny moments from that. But I also wanted to raise awareness for the charity. So I will be hopefully posting that in the coming weeks. Um, And I'm also going to make sure that I, like, focus on what I want to do for content rather than, like, my numbers and what other people want me to do. So smaller streams... 
possible like more frequent streams that way I don't feel obligated to like block out five hours of my time um and just trying to make sure it's like all all good and all fun you know and for like the people who've left like I know there's going to be new people that'll come in and hopefully enjoy me as a person rather than you know me vamped to 700 percent and burning out and yeah. burnout's one of the worst things you can experience as a streamer. And you know what else sucks is me not getting a single fucking invite for the comeback at any point because yeah. she hates gaming with me. I'm going to be that worst my hug person right now because wow. I got nothing. Anyways. Coming at me like that. Bro, hold yep. up. Time out. I've only hit up three people. Bravo being one of them because he's in one of my YouTube videos that Fuck popped Bravo. off. We take those. Fuck Bravo. Um, yeah. You can be in it. I literally just only messaged two people. Um, Mason the Robin, shout out to him because he's another Canadian. I know you would like him. Don't don't give don't do that face when I'm talking about Mason. I'm, I'm giving this face <laughs> because I, I'm I'm embodying yeah. the where's my hug person. Uh huh. Well, if you would like to hear me out, I make Valorant content. So yeah. if you wanna, if you, I know, right? That's why I didn't ask you, dumb. <laughs> Um, but I make Valorant content, and I would like to be doing more of that yeah. in, like, a funny aspect, like, goofing around with, like, friends or randoms. Yeah. So if you want to goof around with me and Bravo, I would be overjoyed to have you. Listen, you're telling me I have to put up with Bravo again on Valorant? Fuck. But hear me out. It'll be all fun. And games, because it's games. We'll see. That is topic for off stream, but I'll I'll probably see you, honestly. Because like I said, even though I hate I don't Valorant, have, here's, here's I want to play the more. Reason, though. Yeah, here's the reason I don't have any dates locked in. Like I I haven't locked in any dates at all. I was just like, hey, would you well, be down right. for like whenever I come back? Yeah, to like play some games for content, like yeah. just essentially getting consent. I was just make I was getting consent to make sure they were okay. Listen, so if you, I, if I you have acknowledge that podcast. you can essentially play games with me. Yeah, I have to plan podcasts a month in advance, so I get the aspect of just asking people yeah. so far in advance, even without a like a guaranteed date. Don't yeah, worry, I like, fully get yeah. that. But you, you do. We we have you coming back mid September after a BC trip with shorter streams. Yeah. That way, you don't burn out and you want to focus on YouTube content. Yeah, Perfect. I really like YouTube. It's so much fun. And YouTube, your YouTube is popping off, and we need to get you to YouTube Partner before you come back September 17th yeah. or whatever day it is. So everybody go sub to the YouTube. But, Sarah, you've been an amazing guest so far, but I think it's time that I destroy your mental state a little bit by uh, doing a little bit of trivia. The final segment of this podcast. People that don't know. Oh, no. No, no, no. So the trivia stays roughly the same besides a couple of carried questions to the guest's interest. Oh, I never stay, stay around for trivia. That is sure. fine. I get it. You hate me. But there are a couple rules of trivia. Number one, chat will be in emote only because these are live recorded on Twitch. So if you guys want to see the live recordings, make sure to tune to the Twitch. You can find it in the description of either Spotify or YouTube's description section of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is I take the first confident answer that you say. Uh, if you say, I don't know if it's this or this, I won't take it. But the moment you say it's this, that's the answer I take. There is no skipping okay. a question. Uh, and you can take as much time as you need, realistically, there, as long as you're not searching. Is there a record for the most points? The most points is 16 out of 16, and that was the end of my Season 1 trivia. I have since turned it to Season 2, and the highest points on Season 2 has been 12. And that was 16. set by Game Pass. And there is one other person in chat right now who has also done it, and they got a 9. So, Kirby. 
Uh, yeah, Kirby. And if you want to know what Bravo got, he also got a nine, surprisingly. Wow. That man's got well, negative four brain cells, and I don't know how he pulled it off, but he did. It is what it is. I'm, I'm about to beat Kirby and Bravo. All right. Oh, three it's out of ten Kirby. confidence. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. I'll All put right. my hands up so you know I'm not cheating. No, it's okay. You're fine. What sport did the Holland Globetrotters play? Basketball. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Die Hard. What does the term GPU stand for? Oh. I will only give hints, by the way, if I feel like it is needed. This That's one, okay. This is a PC part. No, I that wasn't a good hint. <laughs> I know that. Some people haven't <laughs> recently, so I feel like I got to say that. graphics processing unit which painter is known for cutting off his own ear oh 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 i literally just watched the show that talked about it um oh shit i just watched a show and he creates such beautiful work he has that starry painting with like everything um picasso i don't think it's picasso but i'm gonna go with picasso. how many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game 16 I play a lot of pool recently. If you're if you're counting the white ball, it's sixteen. We're which animal breathes? Uh, which animal breathes out of its butt? Ah, uh, breathes out of its butt. Insects do not count. That's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> Why? Um, I'm gonna assume it's like you said, animal, right? Yep. Or like mammal? Animal. I'm not gonna animal. specify. I think it's a. I think it's gonna be a a fish, type of fish. I'll accept the answer of fish. What is a perfect score in a game of 10-pin bowling? 300. If or Sorry, what is James Bond's preferred drink of choice? Uh, Martini. If you are born on Christmas Day, what is your star sign? Christmas Day? Yes. The fucking Jerusalem? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, your star sign would be, if you're in December, you are a... Oh, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those bitches. Uh, <laughs> you are a. I'm gonna say Capricorn, but that's not right. In what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? Neville Longbottom in the book series. Yep. Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. I'm only thinking Rugrats, but you're saying book series, so that doesn't sound right. In what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? Rugrats. What is the first element on the periodic table? The first element? First element. Hydrogen. When was the first iPhone released? What year? I'll give it to you within oh. one. One above or one below. I will give it to you. The iPhone 2000 and I feel like that's wrong. But I died uh, 2004. What is MGK's first language? His first language? Yep. What is Machine Gun Kelly's first language? Miss is obsessed with Machine Gun Kelly, according to your I friends. I am. Yeah, I'm very much am. But his first language, he was, I thought he was born in Cleveland. But I guess I'm wrong on that. Damn. So fan you are. His dad passed away. His mom is still alive. He just met her. He 
his name's Colson Baker, and he is first language. You know what? I'm gonna go with like. I'm assuming it's not English because that would that would be just real fucked up of you. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna assume like Russian for funsies. What is Reyna's real name from Valorant? And a bonus point if you could say where she's from. Oh, I actually don't know. Um, I don't know that. Uh, where she's from? Also, don't know that. Colombia. Do you have a name? Hmm. Patrice. I think that's actually Vipers. But Where can people go to find your Twitch? Twitch.tv slash Andre Do you want to know your score or do you want to count it? One by one. Mm, one by one, please. What sport do the Harm Globetrotters play? It's basketball. Also, I'll take it out of a mode only. So you got one. You're going to hate yourself, by the way. That's all I'm going to tell you. What yeah, is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? It is Home Alone and it is not Die Hard. Oh, really? Damn. What does the term GPU stand for? You got it. Graphics Processing Unit. Hey. Which painter is known for cutting off his own year? It's Van Gogh. Oh, Van Gogh. I literally just watched a Canadian show that had, like, all of his art. You literally talked about Starry Night, and I'm like, okay, she's got this. And then you're I like, know. I Picasso. Know the, I know the most obscure thing. It's like, I like you tell me, like, Colson Baker's dad died, and I'm like, yeah, he just recently met his mom, but then you ask what language he speaks, and I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck So, it. by the way, 48% of people know what language he speaks. Uh, 48? like 48% of people that have taken a test. Yep. Uh, how many balls, uh, how many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game? It is 16. You got that answer way too fucking fast. Yeah. I play pool. Which animal breathes out of its butt? You were close, actually. It's a turtle. Damn. Uh, what is the perfect score in a game of 10 pin bowling? It is 300. That was it a trivia question that I did on Wednesday. What is James Bond preferred drink of choice? It is a martini. Uh, if you were born on Christmas Day, what is your star sign? It is a Capricorn. I you, am a star bitch. <laughs> you are a star bitch. Uh, in what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? And I hate how you didn't get this. It's Harry Potter. I've never watched Harry Potter or anything, but Isn't that is Neville everybody's go-to guess. Oh, Neville's that like dude that's like the friend, right? That annoying friend. Pretty sure Neville's his brother. Harry. Oh, Neville is his brother. Yeah, you're right. What's the first element on a periodic the table? Hydrogen. I think is it hydrogen? I was gonna say I was kind of concerned that hydrogen might not have been considered an element, being and the first. Periodic table of elements. The first one is hydrogen. Hydrogen, helium, lithium, beryllium, boron, boron carbon, carbon, oxygen, oxygen, fluoride, neon, sodium, magnesium, aluminum, silicon, phosphorus, sulfur. Jesus. Uh, well, I'll stop. That way we can continue. Jesus Christ. When was the first iPhone released? It is two thousand and seven. You did not get that. Oh, I was gonna say two thousand and eight, and I second guessed it. myself. You would have gotten it. What is MGK's Damn. first language? Arabic. Arabic? Arabic. Yep. That sounds so wrong to me. Arabic. I know. It doesn't sound right. And the fun part is I got told that your love for MGK, or I told I got told about your love for MGK as I was listening right. to Killshot, and I fucking died of laughter. You can understand Wait, whenever, the When everyone says Killshot... The only thing I think of is the line in MGK song where he's like, everybody trying to send a kill shot missing me. Young Blonde Don in the double X9 got a gang at Sicily. <laughs> Bitches trying to call me the gunner. I'm popping off on anybody if they trigger me. Pew. Black and yellow jackets on like I'm Kill Bill. Will stop in and I still will. <laughs> I do like this shit. You can't say I don't. I know I just... what song it is. I just can't remember the lyrics. Don't worry. I, oh. I know what song it is. Right? Okay, I thought you were going to get the Valorant one. At least one of these. Her name is... 
Zinaya Mondrago no, from I've Mexico. Seen... They never, so they never say her name in any of the Valorant voice lines. They do in the shorts, but not in the voice lines. And that's why I thought you would get it because I felt like you would have been a person to watch no, the shorts since you consume content. No, not but the. I not guess the I'm wrong. But finally... I, but I only know because they say her name. That's fair. And you see lines. how many points I'm holding up, right? And I told you there was one guaranteed. Yeah, which was my Twitch, but I don't think I got the last one. No, you got your Twitch. Oh, yeah. So that's only eight. But it's because I... What were the ones I got wrong? So you got... The iPhone one, I'm not mad about. That okay. one, I figured it was like iPhone one, you got wrong. Both the catered questions, you got wrong. So that's four points. Because... What were the two catered questions? Oh, the uh, Valorant MGK's... and the Yeah, MGK. Valorant and MGK. Yeah. Uh, you got the first iPhone release wrong. You got Harry Potter wrong. You got the turtle, you got Vincent Van Gogh, and Home Alone wrong. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm not mad about those because I don't think I knew those. So. You got passing grade. I did. I did. And you want to know what? What? I'm okay with that. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I didn't know. I now, I now know MGK speaks Arabic. There I actually didn't know that. I now know that. Yep. Um, I know that turtles breathe out of their butts. I think that's weird. And I now have a strange dislike for turtles. There you go. Um. Home Alone, I should have guessed, but like that movie was not going to come to my head. Fair. At all. It's not happening. So. I got to say weird. this. You, even though there's 14 episodes, or, sorry, 15 episodes recorded for like Spotify and YouTube, you have the fourth highest score. So you didn't do bad at all. Wow. For, for the recorded episode, you have the fourth highest score. And in general, you have like, you're, you are above average because a lot of the Can average... I request huh? that twins be very difficult? Uh, twins is probably going to be the same unless he's listening. This no. will be the same for most of the questions until somebody gets a 16 out of 16. That's what I did for the first round. Oh, and then he's going to get 16 out of 16. No, he won't. Have... I can guarantee it unless he's listening and cheating. Mm -hmm. And if he is, then he can let me know and I'll make a whole separate cater trivia to him. But Sarah, you've been an amazing guest. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time out of your day, even though you got a concert tomorrow that you're going to be going to and you were supposed to leave today to go to it. Uh, thank you for being on here, it, especially since you haven't streamed in a month, and the last time you streamed was literally doing My Master Teacher's Trolley. Yeah. Um, but the floor is yours. Let us know what's going on, even though you kind of already talked about it, for the people that might just be tuning in. Who you are, what you do, what we can expect from you here in the near future. The floor is yours. Yo, uh, my name is Ombre Bay. You can call me Ombre or Sarah. I am currently on hiatus from streaming, but I am a variety content creator. Um, mainly plays Valorant, but I also do Apex. I did CSGO. I do Minecraft. I do, um, Phasmo. I do all, all sorts of things. Um, I also create content on YouTube. That's kind of where my main focus has been lately. So if you would like to go support that content, I really appreciate it. I'm only 500 hours away from being able to apply for YouTube partnerships. So if anyone would like to go support and check that out, I would really appreciate it. Um, also... I do have a TikTok, an Instagram, and a Twitter. You can find me Ombre Bay or Ombre Bay TTV on those. Um, and yeah, other than that, uh, stay cute, stay kind, and uh, stay caffeinated. So. Yeah. I mean, I downed 300 milligrams of caffeine uh, in this time that we have been talking, <laughs> and I have been holding in the worst piss of my life. 
Uh, but that's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude the Troll Talk podcast. If you are listening live, please stick around because we are not done to stream. But if you're listening on Spotify and YouTube, this is the end of the episode. Make sure to go listen to another if you haven't already. But I will see y'all next week with our special guest, the only game show. One that uh, both Ombre and I have both been on. Paradox the host is coming on to the podcast next week. Uh, and we're going to be talking about his... Honestly, the most unique story we've talked about yet. I've been saying that a lot of the streamers we've been talking to have unique, unique stories. Fuck. Get out of here. You are I've unique. Had my, I've had my white girl struggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Pinterest girl has a very unique story when it comes to Twitch. It's perfectly fine. But what we're talking about, the only game show, his name says it all. He runs a game show. He is a Twitch partner from it. Uh, and he's got a very unique story that we're going to be going over. But until then, this has been the Troll Talk Podcast, and I'll talk to you all next week. Goodbye!